Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Did a lot today, and it was weird for me being on against the Nick game. Uh, it's not something that I've had to do very often, doing the majority uh, you know, overnight shows, as I've been doing that for two years, and even just filling in over the years. Very rare that I would be on up against a game of that magnitude. So it was challenging to do the show, and obviously it was helpful to have the Rodgers news, so we focused on that for the first couple hours, did a little NFL draft stuff, anything you might have missed. You can check it out on the free Odyssey app. But we did a little NFL draft stuff with Mike Golick Jr. Had Brian Costello of the New York Post on talking more Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, your calls on the Rodgers stuff. But it was weird watching the Nick game doing the show. But great to be here live on the air to react to the Nick game right after it went final. But a historic day in New York sports with the Aaron Rodgers news official and then Rodgers meeting the media for the first time as a member of the Jets. And everything he had to say, you you know, that's the type of stuff that fans dream of. He talked about watching old VHS tapes of Super Bowl three. I mean, give me a break. What? Is this guy real? Talked about that Super Bowl three trophy looking a little lonely. Talking about welcoming the expectations, embracing it. Trying to change the conversation with the Jets. Where instead of slaying the dragon, wants to be the dragon. A lot of great stuff from Aaron Rodgers. Said. I think you got to be... Um, thrilled if you're a Jeff fan about that. And, of course, the Knicks getting the job done in Game 5. The Knicks doing what the Rangers should have done, putting the Cavs away. Took the first two on the road, came home, protected home court, and then went out there and put the foot on the throat of the Cavs and put that series away in five. And now we'll sit back and await the winner of this heat Bucks series. Right now you get the Bucks with a one-point lead as we're in the third quarter in that one. 877-337-6666. Rangers tomorrow night, Game 5 with them and the Devils in a huge Game 5 in that series. Mets, another pathetic night with their bats. Yankees with a big win, scoring 12 runs in Minnesota to avoid the sweep. Jimmy is calling from Jersey City. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, my man, Sal? i got to give props to my uh, those Knicks fans out there, including yourself, since I am a Nets fan that they are. Congratulations. Well, we appreciate that. I mean, the Nets, boy, you know, what if KD chose the Knicks? <laughs> uh, what if, right? Hey, you might not, who knows what would have happened. You might have got hurt there, too. Correct. Hey, you know, I've been watching all the games, all the games I've been watching. You know, the Knicks, the Knicks team has been playing with the most heart, the most passion at all the teams on offense and defense. And your bench players are coming up with the bench doing big things for them, which is going to be good for, you know, the next series and moving on if they move on. So that's a big thing to have. You have they have they have a a lot of winning the turnover game. They're winning that game. Well, they look great got, on the boards. I mean, they they have the ability to play some defense. They're a little sloppy with the basketball at times, but they look great on the boards. Tonight they were shooting the lights out, which is good to see. I mean, they were knocking down the shots, and that was the big difference. Being able to pull away early on and then late closing it out with the defense, with the rebounding. But yeah, I mean, they've been pretty good here, Jimmy, through the first round. And the Randall thing might hurt them for the next round unless he can get better. But because you know that's where your bench comes in again. Where if Randall's starting, Tom comes off the bench. You know that's big. But Tom is going to start. Now you lose a bench guy, so that's going to be big. So hopefully Randall gets better. Right. Hey, well, South. what would happen is Tom has played well in his minutes. R.J. Barrett 
has taken his game to another I level. Heard, I think he's heard what you've been saying about him, so I think he's out to get you. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Me and everybody else about R.J. Barrett. But, no, he, since Randall's gone down, R.J. Barrett's been better, and they they would not have survived without it. And I would argue that they need at least three of those guys, whether it's Quickly, Grimes, Randall, or Barrett, they need three of those guys to contribute, or two of those guys to go along with Brunson to be top contributors if they do want to win the second round. So they were lucky. Right. You know, the Cavs aren't that good, but they had good performances from R.J. Barrett to make up for Randall being out or hurt. Exactly. Hey, Sal, on to Jets. I'm a Dolph fan. Uh, Sal, are you, I know, are you, you're not a Jets fan. I know you're talking. Now, if you have, be honest with me, man to man, put your chips online. Mm-hmm. You had to bet your life. Do you think the Jets would win the AFC East? Um, boy, that's a great question, Jimmy. I wouldn't put it this way. I wouldn't bet my life on it. No. But if you're asking me if I had to pick a team, um, I don't know, man. I wouldn't pick Miami though. So they would be out. It would probably be the Jets or Buffalo. Now I think Miami could win it. I think that it's going to be, I I can't wait to watch these three teams. And we're not even mentioning the Patriots, uh, but the Patriots still have Belichick. I don't know. I think it's a great question. I would not bet my life on that, though. That could be to me. It could go any way. All right, Lana, I'll take you on this answer. I was telling Pat Boyle last night. I said, Pat, your best receiver would be the number three receiver on the Dolphins behind Who? Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Who is this? You talking about the Jets? Yeah, I, said that, well, I don't know about that. Garrett Wilson, yeah, I don't, I, and I know what you're saying about um, you know Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, but Garrett Wilson's a stud. I think he's going to be as good as any receiver in the NFL this year, Jimmy. And thank you for the call. But a couple of things on that: it's way too early to start making predictions like that. The AFC East is over. No, it's way too early to make predictions like that. But. I think it's a coin flip between the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills. I feel like the Jets have the best defense of the bunch. I'd still probably gun to my head if I had to pick a team. My life is on the line. I'd still probably lean Buffalo at this point. But as we get closer to the season, as we see what happens in the draft, as we see how these final rosters look going into the year, maybe I change to go with the Jets and Rodgers. And I do like the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins more than most, as a matter of fact. I was disappointed with them last year. Izzy is calling from Rochester, New York. What's up, Izzy? Hey, how's it going, Sal? Good, Izzy. How are you? Good. I just wanted to speak tonight about the Mets, what they did wrong with this lose today. Yesterday, it was pretty sad how they lost. It's just crazy. Well, I mean, they didn't hit. Yeah. It's hard to win if you don't score runs. You know what I mean, Izzy? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, totally agree. Right. Like, you actually have to score runs to win. Yeah, yeah, they just totally, totally lost it these past two days. But how about those Knicks? Oh, yeah, they're 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 amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm blown away. What about the Jets? Are you a Jet fan? Mm, yeah, I'm a Jet fan. Aaron Rodgers, he's amazing. Uh, I'm just amazing about the whole signing of him. But you're bothered about the Mets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Mets is, it's, yeah, it's yeah. frustrating me. Okay, well, I, I, here's what I'll tell you. It's a long season, Izzy. Hang in there, and thank you for the call. Long season. They'll be okay. How okay? Who knows? Time will tell. But I wouldn't get worked up. I mean, it's annoying and embarrassing 
and very, very frustrating if you went out there and took the time to go to the ballpark and watch that slop as they take on the Nats and don't do anything you know, as far as offense goes. At least Kodai Senga was decent tonight. I got to look at the final score. I know that they, or his final line, I should say. And that was a big thing coming in because Kodai Senga has fallen off a little bit. He's hit the wall in the fifth inning, um, his last two outings. So it was important to see him go out there. And he's been good at home, though. His one start at home before was his best start. He went six innings against the Marlins. So this was his second start at City Field. And all right, he got through five. You know, walked four, which is something that he's going to do. He allowed two runs. You'd sign for that. Although their bullpen, the Mets' bullpen has been overused. Big problem. When Joey Lucchese gives you the longest start of the year, seven innings, you know it's an issue. The Mets have kind of been patching things together here. 14-11. and 11, They've now lost four in a row. The Braves are coming to town this weekend, which is going to be a big deal. I don't know what the weather is supposed to be like. I was going to go to that game Saturday, but rain is in the forecast, and, and then it's game six that night at the Garden with the Rangers and Devils. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but either way, it should be a big weekend at City Field. It's only the, you know, the first of two times that the Braves come to town, and this four-game series, you know, Mets better get their... They better get in gear here. You know what I was going to say there. Josh is calling from Passaic. What's up, Josh? Good, Sal. How are you doing? How are you, Josh? Okay. I mean, the Mets put up another one of these duds, and like every time you're seeing all these other guys coming from the Mets bullpen, like not even knowing if they're being brought up or down, and like it's not like they're facing like a good team. They're playing the Nationals, and they can't crack any hits. Yeah, I don't understand why they can't score any runs. Now, I will say, I did talk to Steve Gelbs over at SNY. And we had him on Baseball Night in New York um, last night before the Met game. And he was saying that he did some actual reporting. And there was some um, scientific, I believe, facts as to players or teams struggling coming from coming back from the West Coast, going from West, coming back East, that they there are struggles there. As a matter of fact, he said that he would not even be shocked if the Mets carried over with those struggles to tonight, and he was right. They did carry over with only the one run again. So we'll see. It take it takes. He said a few days for them to get back uh, in gear. So that's something to look out for. I hope that they could improve because you won't want to see them come into that series with the Braves, just get manhandled like they were with the kind of with the one last year, because that would pretty much put the Mets right under five hundred if they would be swept by the Braves. Well, here's what I would say, Josh, and thank you for the call. Right now. The biggest Nick fans in this town are the New York Mets because the Mets have lost four in a row. They've gotten embarrassed here by one of the worst teams in baseball two nights in a row at home. They haven't scored any runs. It's a problem. But because of the Knicks, because of Aaron Rodgers, the Mets are going to be an afterthought. Because of the Rangers, the Mets will be an afterthought. However, come this weekend, if the Mets lose three of four or get swept by Atlanta, full panic mode will be on. Right or wrong, that will happen. Now, if you look at the glass half full, let's say the Mets avoid the sweep tomorrow, beat the Nets, and then take two of the first three against the Braves. And you have Max Scherzer going on Monday, and then you have Verlander coming back or scheduled to come back next week, then things could look much, much better. But if they have a bad series on top of already losing a series to the crappy Nationals, it's it's going to get ugly. Harry is calling from Stanford. What's up, Harry? 
Hey, man, what's going on? Listen, before I get to it, I, I am so proud of this team. I'm proud of them. Mm-hmm. The whole season watching them, you know, I had a lot of friends talking about Thibodeau, how he's not right for the team. This coach has pushed them hard, and it's showing now because they are balling out, diving for balls. But I'm I'm proud of this team, but for the for I'm just my gripe. I got a gripe tonight. It is with the NBA. How can they allow YouTube TV to have their game blacked out? Wait, uh, I'm confused. What do you mean? You have YouTube TV as your service? I have YouTube TV, and I turn on the game. It was on the NBA channel, and it was blacked out. So how would you? So how have you been watching these Nick games? I I don't know. I have regular cable. I can't mess with that stuff. Right. So I I so I I use my father's uh, login stuff, but I I take the Twitter, and there's thousands of people flipping out because they couldn't watch a playoff game. Well, what was the reason for it, though? I don't understand how that works. My guess guess could only be that it's like, you know, the NFL, like the local team is blacked out because I was seeing Cleveland fans complaining who have YouTube TV that their game was blacked out, which is just ridiculous. But but it doesn't make sense. And this is the first time that it happened in the series? It's not making any sense. first, First time, yes. First time that it happened in the series, the only way that you were able to watch it was on MSG, uh, or or uh, you know, obviously, if I had Optimum, well, I would. All right, but let me ask you: so, if if the but why would that be the case for just Game Five and not the other games? I, I mean, maybe it's because they had other games going on at the same time, and they were on TNT and ESPN. What game could you but watch it, on YouTube TV? What was uh, the Lakers were playing? <laughs> Well, thank you for the call, Harry. Appreciate you checking in. Zoo, you know about this? Uh, so the way that I think that it works, or I'm pretty sure that it works, is that TNT and ESPN are able to, even though MSG is broadcasting the game, they're yeah. still able to broadcast the game in the New York market. Right. I don't, I'm almost 100% certain that NBA TV has blackout restrictions like, uh, say, like a league pass or something like that. Right. So if NBA TV has the game, it's going to be blacked out for those that... So he so so if you're watching yep. on YouTube TV, you don't get MSG, maybe you don't get ESPN or TNT, you get NBA TV. Well, no, you would get the TNT and the ESPN. It's just that the Knicks game was only on NBA TV tonight. Oh, it wasn't on MSG? It was on MSG. But, but you don't get you, that on YouTube. Okay. Exactly. So it wasn't on t- – that's why the difference. Thank yeah. you for clearing that up. So if you have YouTube TV, you could get ESPN or TNT. You don't get MSG. And if you have NBA TV, it was blacked out. Yep, because you're within the market. But it's not the case for ESPN or TNT because it was on those games. Oh, NBA. So because this game nationally was on NBA TV as opposed to TNT or ESPN, that's where you had the difference. Yep, because I'm pretty sure TNT and ESPN have something different where they're allowed to broadcast the games in that market. So what the hell would you do if you're a Nick fan in New York and you have YouTube TV, you cannot watch that game? I mean, it's it's actually crazy, bro, because you can't even listen. I'm pretty sure you can't even listen to the Knicks games on the apps on your phone unless you pay for NBA League Pass. 
I mean, that is, see, this is why guys, and I, look, I'm not knocking any of these companies here because I don't know if they're a sponsor or not, but this is why I, as a sports fan, never entertained the thought of cutting the cord. No way, no chance, no how. Not happening. Bro, let me tell you, MSG is unavailable on pretty much every single streaming cable service. Right, so why would you then, if you cut the cord, you're telling me you're not getting MSG? Yep, you're pretty much shot. So what about, is there a service where if you have, you know, is there an MSG app that you could get the games on? There is, but you have to be a subscriber. To, oh, okay. So you have to have, like, Verizon or something. But there's no, like, you know how Yes did the thing now where you could pay, I guess, for Yes. Per game. Right, so you can't do that for the Knicks yet. Not yet, although I'm pretty sure they unveiled or unveiled that they're mm-hmm. going to be doing that next season. So yeah, you're going to be able to pay, like, I think $30 a month for the Knicks. Okay. Or just get cable. Like, it exactly. seems pretty simple to me. And everybody started out with, oh, no, we're cutting the cord and saving money. No, you're not. No, not you're anymore. Not. You're just paying for a different service. One way or another, you're getting gouged. Well, I'd rather do it with the with – K- I've never had – I shouldn't say I've never had an issue because they have had many issues. And the thing that I don't like – about the cable companies is that they dictate what you can get depending on where you are. When I was living in the city, I could only get Time Warner Cable at the time, which was frustrating. Now, I got accustomed to New York One, so it wasn't that bad and became a thing. Like, oh, I live in the city, so I have um, Time Warner. But I want to be able to get what I want. Where I am right now, I can't get Verizon. I have Optima because I can't get anything else. That's what I don't like. I mean, I guess I could get DirecTV, but I didn't want to go down that road. Anyway... I can't get Verizon, so I I have Optima. But it's not like I've ever had a major issue, and I certainly have never missed a game due to blackout stuff. The most frustrating thing that happens now is I'll get home on a Friday night and go to put the Yankee game on, and I have no idea where the hell it is. Oh, it must be on Amazon. Let me go to Amazon. Nope, not there. Where is it? Apple? Okay. Like, I mean, come on. That's annoying. But I cannot fathom people not being able to watch that Nick game tonight. And if that's not the sign to tell you to get the cord back, I, I don't know what is. But just me, personally, I can never live without that. Need a break here? 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Going till 12 a.m. Emmanuel Barbari will take you through the overnight Salicata on the fan. Half hour to go, 877-337-6666. Get at me, dogs. Zoo, what is this, before I get back to the calls here, what is this thing that Brunson does? Because I see him tweeting about it. You know Brunson's celebration here where he's got the, the the three fingers to his nose and the hand and the face? Like, what is this about? Can you explain it? Uh, I don't know if I can uh, explain it. Oh, it's not, it's not for air type thing? It's a bad thing? Uh, if I'm right, yeah. Well, he says, he tweeted out, if you see one, wait, if, what the hell? Did you see his tweet right now that Brunson No, I didn't had? see it. So he posted a picture of himself, and I hope people listening know what the hell I'm talking about here. Jalen Brunson, after he hits a three, I don't think it's anything bad, so how could it be bad? He says, see one, send one. And then he's got the Statue of Liberty emoji, and he's doing that thing with his hand covering his face with the three fingers up. Well, it's like, um, I'm not sure if you, I mean, soccer players do this. I think some basketball players also do this. I've seen it in a ton of different places. But it's like when the dudes put their uh, the one finger under their nose and they get and they 
right. running across. Right. He's just doing that with the three. So what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, remember, like I remember the mellow three, right? The mellow three to the dome. Like that I understood. I mean, bro. Is this a conversation you have to have off the air? So what is going on here? Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing. C one someone. I want somebody to explain it. In the next, I think reason- he means for that. I, I just based off how you're describing it. I think he means the Statue of Liberty emoji. I think that's what he means by C one send one, and he just posted that picture because he thinks he looked. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's good in it. No, see, I think he is trying to get people to do this thing because people are responding back to it with pictures. Like, you should do it, Zoo, and tweet him. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be great. Come on, do it. I mean, I would do it, but I don't even know what it yeah, whatever, whatever it is that you got to do. He's like, he puts his no, he, he does it on the floor after he hits a big three, and he's like. It's new, too. Fairly it, new for him. Yeah. I, mean, I don't remember him doing this all year. And it's more noticeable. He's got that hand brace going on now, but this he doesn't have. Yeah, he's got, you know, he's got his his nose in his hand like that. It's just weird. I just want to know what it means. Like, I like these celebrations. I think it's funny. Now you got hundreds of people, if not thousands of people, tweeting in pictures back doing this celebration. What the hell does it mean? I need to find this out. And if it is what you think, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what, what that is. You got to tell me off the air if this is something bad. It's not anything bad necessarily. It's just not for air. Well, was he like, sniffing threes? I don't get it. Like, what are we, what are we looking at? Sniffing threes would be the proper, I guess, usage here. Yeah, I mean, uh, whatever. I wasn't trying to go down a uh, a risque path here. I mean, Jalen Brunson's tweeting it out. Maybe your your mind is in the gutters, Zoo. I don't even know with what. My mind does live in the gutters. Understandably so. 877-337-6666. Jamie is calling from Mendham. What's up, Jamie? Oh, hey, Sal. How's it going? All right? Everything good, good tonight? Uh, actually, everything's great, Jamie. How are you? Awesome. I'm great. Thank you. Quick two-point two, two point, uh, uh, question. Um, Randall, 
are, are the Knicks better with or without him? Again, nobody wants an injured player, right? Like we, we never want that. And, and unfortunately in sports that happens. The second, who's, who is the, who has more pressure? Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Judge. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you, Jamie. I appreciate you checking in. What was the first part of the question? I already forgot. Uh, I got the second part. How did I forget that already? Anyway, more pressure Aaron Rodgers without a doubt, I would say, than Aaron Judge. It's an isolated incident. Okay, the Knicks without Randall. Thank you, Zoo. Um, i got to write this stuff down now. My memory is shot. Uh, Judge has pressure on him. Nowhere near what Aaron Rodgers is going to face in New York. He is trying to take a down franchise to the promised land. And he has talked about it now on day one about changing the expectations and then they should embrace trying to have these Super Bowl or bust expectations. He wouldn't want it any other way. He's the quarterback of a of a down franchise that hasn't made the playoffs since 2010. Aaron Rodgers is going to have more pressure than any athlete, as a matter of fact, in this city. Rodgers is the man. He's under the most pressure, and I think he can handle it. Pressure for Judge, sure. Nobody's close to Aaron Rodgers. Now, as far as the Knicks being better without Julius Randle, I don't believe that's the case, but this is the first night after watching them play when Randle went down that it crossed my mind as it being a realistic possibility. Are they better without Randle? Now, it's I hate saying that because it makes it feel like I'm knocking Julius Randle, who I do enjoy watch watching play. I love Julius Randle. Love his passion, love his energy, love the effort, love that he's turned into an all-star. He was the guy two years ago to get the Knicks to that four seed. Now, unfortunately, he was the guy that also torpedoed the Knicks season last year. But he bounced back this year and became an all-star again. He has been a terrific player for him. But is there something to the idea, and this is what I was thinking watching this game, is there something to it that R.J. Barrett, O.B. Toppin, these guys are better, much more impactful players without Julius Randle being there? I definitely think it's something to at least think about. Eddie's calling from Rockland, New York. What's up, Eddie? Hey, Sal, what's going on, man? How are you, Eddie? All right, on the uh, Aaron Rodgers thing. First of all, glad he's here. Hope he stays longer. But the question for me for these uh, beat writers is: Are you? Will you? Are the Jets the last team you'll ever play for? Well, why wouldn't? I mean, we we assume that that's going to be the case. Why would he play somewhere else? Well, he came from a, a locked two-year contract deal, and now he's just sixty-five uh, percent of next year. It just leaves a door open. That's all. No, I, what, what do you mean? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet until he retires. I, what what door is open? Well, he just he said he's just doing it year by year. Well, yeah, but that's with retirement, not with going somewhere else. Whatever the uh, whatever it is. Well, no, he can retire after one year. That's fine. I mean, I, I don't believe that that's yeah, going to be the case, but a, he, but he could. It's not a value then. Why but, not? Uh, I look at it. If you you think what they gave away would, if you know it's going to be. He's just going to make 11 games this year, and they're not going to make the playoffs. You don't think they gave too much for that? Yeah, but why are you painting that reason? What do you mean 11 games? Where are you getting that from? It says the, it's full, uh, about the draft trades. Is you got to play 65% of the— uh, Yeah, for, that, the- for, for next year's pick to become a number yeah, one. Right, I know. 
So he's going to play, but Rodgers is going to play a full season for the Jets, assuming he doesn't get hurt. You want him to play a full season. Right. He's going to play the full season. Right. They get everything if he just gets 11. Right, but, but uh, where where are you confused here? I don't. What's the difference what they gave up? I couldn't care less. They got Aaron Rodgers here. I don't care if it's for one year, two years, three years. Aaron Rodgers, when you have an opportunity to go get him, you do it. They they had to give up a first-round pick. They gave up a number two this year. They swapped two spots this year, right. and they give up now, a first-round pick I next year. Big deal. Now, I understand all that. I'm asking you, if you know in the future that he's just going to play 11 games this year, okay, and you got to – give the first-round picks and everything, and it's one and done, would you make the deal? Yes, I make the deal every single time. I, I don't. I thought I was making that clear. Let me make it abundantly clear, Eddie, so you can get it and everybody else could get it. Yes, I make the deal. I don't care if, God forbid, Rodgers gets hurt and doesn't play at all this year. You make that trade every time. That's the point. I'm not trying to bring a negativity to it. I'm just giving you the example that if for some reason something went wrong, it's still the right trade. I don't care about the results. I care about getting the player that you need to get. It is a steal for the Jets to be able to get Aaron Rodgers. If the Packers said, eh, you know what, on second thought, we want another first-round pick in the future, I would have said, okay, twist my arm, here you go. How many first-round picks have the Jets wasted? On crap players, specifically quarterbacks in the last couple of times that they took a quarterback that high. And you're worried about a first-round pick as if it's, oh, oh, no, we can't give up a first-round pick. How are we ever going to survive as an organization giving up a first-round pick that's probably going to be in the late 20s? How are we ever going to do that? How can you give that up for Aaron Rodgers? I'd give up the Super Bowl three trophy for Aaron Rodgers. It's old and lonely anyway. You do whatever it is you need to do to get a player of that caliber when they're available and it's a position of need. End of story. So stop this idea that the Jets gave up too much to get him. They did not. Was it more than you'd like to give up? Sure, because everybody wants something for nothing. Well, I want him for, oh, you're giving him up? You're trading him? I want him for nothing. Can I get him for nothing? You know the second-round pick that we just got for Eli Moore? I'll give you that. How about that? And Packers say, how about new? You're trading a Hall of Fame quarterback. You better be getting a first-round pick back. Now, it'd be different if the Jets gave up 13 this year without getting that first-round pick back. They swapped two spots. Big deal. And I'll I'll be honest with you. Even if they gave up that first-round pick this year, I still wouldn't care. Obviously, the goal is to build as good a team as you can now, so you'd rather not give up that pick because you want to draft an impact player that could help Aaron Rodgers and the Jets win now. Obviously. And they got the job done without it. But if you ask me, oh, if the Packers said it's that 13th pick or bust, I'm giving them the 13th freaking pick. I want Aaron Rodgers. That's what makes it even more of a steal for me. So I don't care if he plays 10 games, 11 games. I don't care if the Jets miss the playoffs, lose in the first round. It's still a great trade for the Jets, regardless of result. Felipe is calling from the cab. What's up, Felipe? Hey, what's going on, Sal? How are Love you? The show, bro. Thank you. I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, great. Um, man, with so, much, so many things going on, I'm going to try to do this quick. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the Rangers, 
I think they, they'll pull it out in seven. I think this is exactly the why they went out and got players like Tarasenko and uh, Kane, you know, in these type of uh, situations when it comes to the Knicks. I think they can absolutely beat the Heat. Bucks would be a little tougher, but I think the, uh, the Randall injury is crucial. He had big games against the Heat in the regular season. I think that's a that's a very very big deal. I don't think they're beating. I don't think they're beating either of those teams without Randall. Right, right, right. When it, yeah, it, I, I, I kind of it's kind of like a wait and see. But you're right; it will be tough when it comes to the Jets. I'm a big time Packer fan, bro. I'm 33. I've been a Packer fan since I was seven years old. Since I saw Brett Favre beat uh, Bill Parcells in, in the Patriots, mm-hmm. I saw all I saw Aaron Rodgers' entire career. I think the biggest thing about this Rodgers trade. I think the defense is still the best thing about this Jets team. Right. And you don't no longer have to wait. Uh, you no longer have to have to deal with three and outs where the defense will come back out, not be rested, and not be at their best. Rodgers will put up drives together. They're going to put up points. But this defense is the key to the team. The Chiefs, the Ravens, the, the Bengals. Bills, the Bengals, I don't consider their defense to be on this level. And I think the Jets can absolutely win it this year, if not next, because of the defense. And now Rodgers is just a cherry on top. Agreed. Have a great night, South. You too, Felipe. And we appreciate you taking the time to call. Agreed 100%. I said that earlier. The difference with the Jets and those other teams, because Rodgers is not, and I love Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, look, he's still a top quarterback in this league. But Mahomes, Burrow, no doubt, won two in the NFL right now. I don't think anybody would really argue that outside of maybe Aaron Rodgers, and he should. Anyway, you still look at those teams and say, well, are the Jets going to beat the Chiefs? Are they as good as the Bengals with Burrow and you know, or with the Chiefs with Mahomes? No, maybe not. But they're in the conversation. Oh, and by the way, the difference is the defense. You're right. That's where the Jets can win. Defense wins championships. And now, with Rodgers being here, the Jets' defense just got better. A whole lot better. Because they're not going to be on the field as much. Because they're actually going to have an offense that can move the football, control the clock, score some points. And it's not going to be all on the defense to do it all game long. Which is, again, why you make this trade every single time. The Jets are in the conversation. And it's not just because of Aaron Rodgers. It's because of the defense as well. 877-337-6666. We'll finish up with your calls on the other side. Sal Akata on the fan. Finish up on the phones. 877-337-6666. Emmanuel Berbari will take you through the overnight. The Bucks have a 10-point lead right now in Miami, so it looks like that series will go back to Miami for Game 6 as Milwaukee tries to come back from down 3-1. Milwaukee doing what the Cavs could not do went on their home floor to get it back to a game six. So it looks like that will be the case. Not just yet. There's still six and a half minutes to go, but still a comfortable lead as we now keep a, uh, you know, a couple of, uh, you know, we've got to watch this here closely here with these couple of teams here, one of which is going to be playing the Knicks in the second round. 877-337-6666. Raymond is calling from Monroe, Georgia. Raymond? Raymond, are you there? Hi, Raymond. Okay, we'll put Raymond on hold. Maybe he's sleeping. Milton is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Milton? What's going on, Milton? Man. How are you? Man, oh, man. Yeah. 
How am I? Eighties, man. Eighties, nineties. Never seen nothing. You got guys calling, complaining about our first round pick. I mean, are you are you kidding me? As a Jet fan, we've literally, unless you like seventy, you've literally never seen this team win. And you know we can't draft anyway. We got we've been doing decent recently, but my God, to get this guy who's going to put us on the map, prime time games. Sal is talking about us all night. ESPN, everybody, people are. Buying jerseys off the shelves. We are relevant again. We are a NFL team that has respectability. What kind of Jeff fan does not want that? What kind of fool calls makes me call this station because he's embarrassing us Jeff fans by complaining about a stupid first round pick next year? That's gonna be the twenty fifth, twenty eighth pick. Probably. I think most people. I mean, most it's people, crazy. You're exactly right, Milton. I would say that most people who are calling about that are not Jeff fans. In fact, they're not Jeff yeah. fans. They're not Jeff fans. Just, you guys, you got, you got like. Peter Lugal saying the Giants have a better chance to win the Super Bowl than the Jets. This people who was saying that? Uh, Peter, uh, what's his name? Lugal, the one that's on the show with um. Oh, Peter Lug, Peter Peter Lugal, Lugie, yeah, Lugie, yeah, yeah, I got it. yeah, Lugie. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, my son going crazy. My son's like, who's this guy saying the Giants have a better chance? Uh, it doesn't matter what people are going to say. Listen, the fact of the matter is this. And the only thing I'm, I'm getting tired of people, the haters, I'm getting tired of the people saying, well, if they don't win the Super Bowl, it means nothing. They have to win everything now. Listen, it, it, it doesn't matter how you get there, but if you don't get there, there's still positivities. I mean, you can't tell me they're losing overtime. If you lose an overtime to Kansas City on the road, 33-30, what, is that a failure? Yeah, why are we worried about that? Mill? why are we worried about the end game? It's about now. This, And that's what I'm saying. It's not about the result. This is a great day. This trade you make every single time because you bring in the man in Aaron Rodgers. I don't care what the results may be. Obviously, you want the Jets to win and go far short, but you, you can't say, oh, this is a terrible trade if they don't win the Super Bowl. No, that's nonsense. That's what I'm hearing all day. These are the people right. who just want to, you know, they want to crap yeah, Because on people are stupid. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's just it's mind-boggling. Real quick, if I go, big ups to the Knicks. This is amazing. I mean, New York right now is on fire. This is just an incredible moment as Knicks fans finally got a point guard. That was the difference. Last year, we had a spot-up three-point shooter bringing the ball up. This guy, Burks, whatever his name was. I mean, how embarrassing that they had a, a Trey Burks. Yeah, they had a six foot six spot up three point corner shooter playing the point. I mean, come on! All you could, all you needed was a point guy. We got it, and now we just have to sit back. Play oh, Alex Burks, I'm teams. sorry. Yeah, Alex Burks. That's right. And before that, it was a travesty. We haven't had a point guard since Mark Jackson. I've been screaming for a point guard. This kid is a he's a professional. His father brought him up as his father. You know, played for the. And Knicks. he gets it. He, he, yeah, he, he gets it. He, he gets it. He's a leader. He's a leader. Sal, he knows how. He knows all the angles. He knows how to trick people into following. He him. he he's... is exactly Milton, and oh I love your God. I love your excitement, and thank you for the call. Great to hear from you. Get back to us. He is exactly what the Knicks needed, not just with his on court performance, but his leadership off of it as well. He's exactly what they needed and have lacked for so long. Same, by the way, with Aaron Rodgers. He's exactly what that franchise needed at this time. That type of presence, that type of resume, that type of leader, that attitude, all of the above. He's exactly what the Jets needed. I'll tell you, you're talking about the jerseys selling out and all that stuff. I I don't even wear... 
NFL jerseys really anymore, and I've never owned a Jets jersey, as a matter of fact, but I was considering getting one. That's how pumped up I was because I love Aaron Rodgers. Now, maybe I'll just get a Jets hoodie or something instead, but I love Aaron Rodgers, and I could not be more excited about this move. Both those guys, though, exactly what their teams needed. Raymond is calling from Monroe, Georgia. Raymond, you, you with us now? Yeah, I'm with you. I had to mute on. Okay. I, I was trying to get it off. Sorry about that. No, no worry. How are you, Raymond? I'm okay. Oh, shoot. I forgot we're rolling the clothes. Quickly, Raymond, go ahead. Yeah, I was just telling you that you um, really threw RJ Barrett under the bus, but he made a great comeback, didn't he, Tyler? He did, Raymond, and thank you for the call. Sorry, get back to us tomorrow. We'll have a little more time, potentially. RJ Barrett has had himself a hell of a series here. These last three games, he's been pretty good. I liked R.J. Barrett, the person. I don't like when he shoots the basketball, but he's stepped up here in a big way, and the Knicks have needed him. Enjoy this historic night, New York. We deserve it. Be back again tomorrow following the Yankees game. Thanks to Zoo. Big Zoo, we did it, baby. Fun night. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. I appreciate each and every one of you. Again, we'll see you tomorrow following the Yankees. Emmanuel Barbari coming up next. He'll take you through the overnight. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Sports Radio 1019 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.